date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Hi, everybody. I just want to say we've had a lot of positive feedback on our podcast, and we just want to say thank you it's so, so nice. much yes. for listening. We're doing this because we want to help people. And so if you are feeling inspired, share this. And we have a lot of people sharing it with married couples too. Yeah. So, um, or, you know, and click on follow so that you make sure you get your latest episodes and that helps bump it up. And um, we sure appreciate you. That's all. I just want to say that we've had just a lot of positive feedback and it's really great to hear that you're loving it, that it's helping you think about things, that it's helping yes. change your dating life, yes. change your perspective on yourself and your relationships, and that just makes it all worth it. So welcome to episode 68. We're getting up there. Yeah, we are. The good, the bad, and the ugly of infatuation. Sharon, <laughs> tell us, what is infatuation? So um, first of all, I'm just going to say it's not a negative thing unless you make it a negative thing. <laughs> because we did say the good. Yes, right? because people do not understand. Everybody goes through infatuation. If you are entering a relationship, you go through infatuation. This is the beginning of a relationship, the super exciting part, the rose-colored glasses part. The dreaming, the oh my gosh, yes, this is what I've always wanted. It's so yes. awesome. <laughs> We're spewing dopamine, norepinephrine, <laughs> serotonin. It makes us super, super happy. There actually is science to it, because you know how I love that. Yay. Yes, but everybody goes through this at the beginning of a relationship, right? Yeah. So let's talk about... Um, the good, the bad, and the uglies of it. Okay, I'm 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 game. I can't wait to hear this. Okay, the good side. It feels good, right? Well, there's got to be a reason for it, right? Heavenly Father brought it, brought this yes capacity that we have to be infatuated for a reason. Well, and there, I, there's good. Yes, because it keeps us going back to relationships after we've been hurt. hurt. Oh, yeah. Yes, and it's it's part of the process. And who doesn't love the crush? And people will say that, oh, I just love the crush. Well, and I don't think it's totally fake either. I mean, you just have to learn how to manage it and understand what yes. it is. Yes. But I mean, that dreamy, wonderful thing, that's a real thing that relationships can be. Yes. So this is just Heavenly Father giving us a little... It's a, here's, yes. some, here's some here's some nice feelings and chemicals for you yes. to so, keep going. So we know that it usually lasts four to five months before the hormones drop a little bit. Right. But the good part is that everybody does go through it. It's a natural process. It feels good. And it actually helps us connect with people, right? Because we've got dopamine going. You know, pretty soon our oxytocin kicks in, you know, when we start getting affectionate and everything. And um, so it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And I just want to disclaimer here. It's not really it's a giddy thing for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to take it a little bit different, but it is exciting. And it is our rose colored glasses period. Um, I've, I've, I've used this before. We know about 20% of the person 
when we're in this infatuation right. period and we make up the other 80%. <laughs> it's our fantasy world. Yes. We get to tell all the stories we love yes. and that we want to believe. The dreamy blue house with the white picket fence, right? right? <laughs> and at this point, we probably all have grandchildren running around in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> so the good side. Okay. The bad side. Let's talk about the bad side of infatuation. The bad side of infatuation is when it's caused by like an extreme loneliness or low self-esteem. So in other words, you're, you're replacing those negative, those um, negative areas that you're living in right now with this chemical hit. Yes, oh, yes, and it, well, because number one, it feels good if you're in a low place. It feels really good. But when you're coming from a place, a not a healthy place, when you're coming from extreme loneliness, when you're coming from a place of low self-esteem, you make mistakes. Sometimes that causes someone to attach to just anybody. Somebody shows interest and they're automatically attached. Okay, so another thing we do is sometimes we'll accept bad behavior. Yeah. Because... This, having somebody is better than having no one. And it's like the I don't love me, so you need to love me thing, <laughs> even if it just appears as love because we're so excited and we have all these feelings. And for sure, this must be something because I feel way better than I did. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it also causes us to ignore bad behaviors because when you look at infatuation, if you make it past the infatuation period, a lot of times you can see the issues that were there all along. Right. That you didn't see when you were in the middle of it. It's like, oh, this has been here. And this is something we probably need to work through. You know, we've talked about being a storyteller, that humans are yes. storytellers on this yes. last, the last podcast, and mm -hmm. that we like to make up stories. And you were talking about this, all the things we make up about the person. Yes. And so if we can keep the long view yes. when this infatuation hits, and I know we're going to talk more about this in just a minute, but if we can keep the long view instead of just going, oh, my God. And, and just insisting on our dream, which I've seen people do yes. that. They yes. insist on their dream, and it's like, and even if you kind of try and talk sense to them, they're like, yeah. oh, no, but this and this and this and this. And right. you know what? Okay, that's okay. You know, everybody gets their opportunity to make their life choices. Just be aware that, well, that this is a real possibility, that you're making up stories. And it's going to, it could lead to a crash landing. Right. Well, we love to see the positives in a person during this period. Right. Right. So we're looking at all the positives. The thing is, is at the end of it, we develop a lot of attachment. Right. And, and so when, it's hard. Yes. So when we're really attached to a person, and you know what? If you're not coming from a good place, you're attaching harder. You know, I've watched people... You know, it's like walk on eggshells because, okay, it's going really, really well and this could be it and I could get married. And we talked about this in the last one. It's like, I don't want to mess anything up because then we wouldn't get married. Right. But, you know, second, third, fourth marriages, this, the numbers go down. The statistics are higher for divorce. You know, the numbers go down for successes. You, and so... got to be the parent for yourself. Yes. Do not do this. Or, you right. know what? Be aware so you know. I, I work with a lot of widows and widowers, and a lot of them come from really great marriages, and they can pair off really fast and get married really fast, and I'm all for that, because they have such smaller baggage 
than the divorce baggage, mm-hmm. you know, than having a difficult marriage. And, and every marriage has its difficulties, but right. you know, when you're willing to work them out and everything, it's, it's a lot different when you yes. have that skill it's very different. and you have a good marriage and you're w- both willing to do that. These marriages, because you know, they will come to me and go, it's only been four months and we're getting married. And I'm like, okay, just make it past the infatuation period. Just give let, yourself, let those hormones drop. Give yourself an opportunity to hit reality first. Yes. Yeah. And then talk about, you know, the marriage. Because in our culture, you know, when we're 22 and 24, we can get married in two months and grow up together and it works. But after a divorce or after the death of a spouse, we really do need to be careful. Mm -hmm. We need to be careful of where we're at. So we just need to take our time. So we don't need to be ignoring red flags. We don't need to be attaching ourselves to the wrong person. That is the bad side of infatuation is that we can really get in there. So of course, our soapbox is do be, your work. Being a good place. Being a good place. Being, you know being what? A good place. Loneliness is not the lack of a significant other. <laughs> okay? You can live a very fulfilled and happy life with a good friend group, family group, support group, whatever you need a good community and you don't need to come from a place of extreme loneliness. Right now being lonely is normal. It's normal. It's normal. But if it's extreme loneliness, if you're trying to use this as a band aid, that's going to end up not great. Yes. And we don't want to go Most of the time. I mean, we can't, predict every relationship, but generally speaking, you need to be in a healthy place. Right. Okay. The ugly side, the ugly side. This is when we get into maybe an obsession instead of just an attraction, it's an obsession. And this is usually one-sided. When you start obsessing over a person, it's usually because you're not with them and you're chasing them or you're crushing on them in in normal terms. Um, This is very one-sided. And I have to tell you, I've had a lot of coaching appointments with a lot of people who have been chasing, you know, the, the popular person out there, you know, the new person on the scene and they're devastated. You know, they've done all the gestures and everything and it's never reciprocated that's when you stop. Right. Because this gets into obsessing and stalking even sometimes. And, you know, and this can be coming, this comes from a place of needing to get recentered in yourself, figuring out what it is that's going on for you. Yes. Why are you obsessing about this person or wanting this to happen when there's no reciprocity? Yes. Or when there's low reciprocity. Yes. What is it in you that's being triggered? That what is it? And, and that's when it's triggered, that means it keeps happening over and over and over the, the obsession. Yes. Now, there may be things like trauma that you haven't yes. resolved. There may be um, patterns that are coming up for you, like relationship patterns. These aren't always visible, by the way. Um, and So you, this is just an invitation. I've talked about this so much. This is an invitation for you to refocus inward and go, what's going on with me? This stuff that pokes us and bothers us and we keep coming back to, that's our work. Yes, That's where you need to get really good, healthy inside of you, get a professional, get someone to help you. Sharon or I 
can help you. I work with patterns all the time, the unconscious stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to this, you go, what's my work? What's my work? Give me a call. Let's talk. Yes. You know, because we can figure that out. Um, so this is a this is an invitation for you. Yes. So, I mean, watch what you're doing. You know, um, a lot of people think they've had a spiritual confirmation that this person is right for them. This is how powerful, like, our infatuation can be. You know, and it starts with the stories we're telling that, you know, maybe this person told you you looked good and you're hanging on to every tiny little crumb they give you, even though they're not asking you out or they're not accepting dates or they're not even accepting your gestures, your gifts or, or, or whatever you're trying to catch them with. So be aware of that, that if you are obsessed over this person, that there is something else going on. So part of the awareness, let's just let's just parse this out a little bit you've got your thoughts which is the story you're telling yourself and they create the emotion yes and the emotion is what's happening and then you take action so i talked about it last time sca yes. stories emotions actions so what is the story you're telling yourself how are you feeling in your body and learn how to know what that is that's your power your body is teaching you and your body is telling you. So listen for that and feel those feelings. We have so much that we do sometimes to, well, as human beings on the planet, to avoid uncomfortable things, to avoid yes. feeling things we don't want to feel. Um, and it can look like really happy, fun things. We've talked about this plenty of times. But right. infatuation is a happy, fun thing. Right. Oh, yes. Right? And, oh, yes. And, and we want to... So. So pay attention to the data, which is the actual things that are happening that you could put on a video. Yes. What are they saying? What are they doing? What are you feeling? What's the story you're telling yourself? Yes. And be willing, have the strength and the courage to step back and take care of yourself. Yes. And say, this is maybe a no. Maybe this right. is not the right direction for me to go. Well, and use this as an opportunity to say, okay, this is my trauma speaking to me and take care of that and then open yourself up to somebody better right, right when you've taken care of it or when you're on your you know when you're in the middle of taking care of it you know right. when you're on your way um because in our infatuation period like i said good bad ugly it can get so ugly so quickly you know but we want to be in good infatuation we want this reciprocated you know, right. somebody else should be infatuated with us at yes, the same time. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And, you know, and you're both telling stories about each other and you're both thinking each other's really awesome, which is Which is what perfect. you want. Yes. And that's a real thing. That can be a very real thing in a healthy relationship. Right. It's just that we need to make sure that this, this, um, this thing that, that, that Heavenly Father's given us to make sure we keep reaching out and keep going for relationships, that we are the one who's in control of it and it's not in control of us. Yes, and that is the big moral of the story here is to be in control of it and not have it be or not have it controlling us because this is where this can go. So that is our message today is, you know, let's keep our head on straight, right? Because yes. love is exciting and it's blinding, you know, when they say love is blind, it really, love right. is stupid, <laughs> you know. I want to say one more thing. How do you do that? How do you keep your head on straight? So we talked about the stories, the emotions, and the actions that we take. Take a breath. Yes. Get centered. 
practice some good breathing exercises, some good mindfulness, yes. take a deep breath, ground yourself to say, take a step back and go, okay, what am I doing? If you are feeling like maybe this is happening, but you don't understand it, reach out to a friend, someone you trust and say, give me a gut check here. Let's just, let's just talk through this. Yeah. Talk 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 me through through this. this. So, so take some breaths, center yourself. If you, if you don't know what self-care is, listen to our podcast on self-care. I think it was last February actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's six different areas. I think we talked about self-care. Yes. So, you know, that is such a big, big deal to help yourself be empowered to be in control of your life so that when something like this happens, you can enjoy it and love it and get the good of it. And then also keep your feet on the ground and your head out of the clouds. (laughs) Too much. I mean, give yourself some fun. I was going to say, hello. We got, we got to feel all that good stuff. (laughs) Feel all the good stuff, but, but, um, figure out a way to keep yourself, your feet on the ground that you're going the direction you really, really want to be going. Like I said, keep the long view. And that's, you know, like I said, I think it'd be great to reach out and ask someone yeah, to give, just that do you a check. trust. Yes. Just give me a check here. Yep. What's going on? You can do that too much and it can cause problems if you go to everybody. Yes. So <laughs> be careful not to do that. Everybody's yeah. going to have an opinion and then sometimes it's just based on their own stuff. Right. Well, right. I've actually had appointments where and it's been mostly men that they've, okay, I need to just know, I just need the check here. And I just need to know this is going yeah, in the get right, a coach. Yeah. you know, and, and I can help give you, give you a gut check for in, sure. in the right place, but you know, in the right direction, because, you know, sometimes it's hard to know if you've had bad experiences and you've had bad relationships, it's really hard when something is clicking right. to keep your feet on the ground. It's yeah. like, Whoa, what is happening? It's like, this is finally happening. It's finally happening. Yes. Yes. Which is really fun and awesome. But yeah. Use your, you've got a head for thinking, you've got a heart for feeling, yep. you've got a gut for that, you know, yep. and, and gut check. Just, you know, that's your initial, yeah, yes, no, yes, no, you know, right. on the gut. But so. let's, you know, I'm just, my advice to everybody is don't make any decisions about the relationship until after this four to five month. Wait till this Time period. is on yes. your side. Yes, just wait until the hormones drop and then you can make a more educated decision about the direction the relationship is going. Yeah. And this is a really great reason for keeping it light and playful and not too serious the first three or four months. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, and honestly it can last up to four years, they say. Oh, infatuation. So there's a lot of divorces (laughs) that happen between three and a half and four years because they're based on a hormonal response versus versus like glue that's really holding it together or love because there's you know I mean I talk about it all the time there's a difference between infatuation and love and we need to make sure that it's real love that it's respectful that it's you know we've got well, it's coming both ways and, because and that you it's can feel a lot of love mm-hmm. for another person yes and be ignoring that it's not coming back yes so and there's of course the spiritual aspect of it as well but be really careful with that one too during this time this is we yeah. can very much mistake this is where you need to understand what your relationship with heavenly father is and how you receive revelation when you're not in this heightened state 
yes. of infatuation. Yes. So, so hey, well, thanks, Sharon. This was this was a fun and oh, short well, one. Thank you, Peggy. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. And okay. please remember to share. And we so love the positive feedback. We're we're just we're gonna keep going and keep bringing you great content. So go to datetoyourpotential.com and follow us on Spotify. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. You can reach either Sharon or I at datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.